Welcome to Set Apart with KC. You're listening on the BMG Network. Don't miss out on our other great content available on the bmgnetwork.com. This week has been a heart tugger for me. Mandates, mandates everywhere. The federal government has decided to mandate all employees. Cuomo has decided to not only mandate all of the state employees to either get the vaccine or to get tested twice a week, but he states that the testing twice a week will not be allowed for any employee who is in healthcare with the public or public-facing employees, which means forced vaccination. Colleges and even private schools and high schools are mandating the vaccine as well. I painstakingly listened this week as CNN hosts talked about how people who haven't gotten the vaccine shouldn't be able to go grocery shopping or go to any public area. Mandatory masks are coming back, even for the vaccinated, but the vaccinated are blaming the not vaccinated for the mandate coming back, even though it's the vaccinated that they say are spreading the Delta variant. Makes sense, right? It's all coming to a head here, folks. There will have to be a revolution of sorts. I don't know what it will be like, or we're going to have lockdowns once again. Are you going to comply? Are you going to remain silent, sit in fear, and push this battle down the road to your children? A fight that will be much more difficult from them, for them by the time it gets there? Or are you going to stand and fight no matter what the consequences are? I did have a moment this week, though, a moment that lit a fire under me that I didn't know could exist. I was reading a slideshow put together by a Facebook page that's called No Deception, and it was about the use of aborted fetal cells in vaccines. In this slideshow, they presented a scripture that I had never heard before or I'd never heard this version before. And the scripture reminded me that this fight is not a small one and it's not pointless as some people say and it is certainly a fight that needs to be fought. The scripture was Ephesians 5:11 and it states, "Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them." And this just reminded me that we are called. We are called to expose these things that are done in darkness, like the use of aborted babies in vaccines. We cannot claim that this evil can be used for good. How many times I've heard Christians say, these babies were going to be aborted anyway, and at least their bodies were used for good. Or, you know, we didn't choose that they, they die, but at least we're using their parts for good. But Romans 3.8 shows Paul being accused of doing evil so that good may come. And Paul rebukes it outright. We are not God and we don't have his wisdom or his ability to use evil things to glorify him or to do good. How would you choose how much evil you could participate in for the good outcome you want? And does the Bible tell us we can do this? 
Or does it tell us to stay far from evil? To not only not take part, but to expose it for what it is. Don't be deceived. Know the truth and stand up for it, no matter what the cost is. I was watching, well, I was listening to Bible stories as I was driving this week because my kids had it on in the back and they had on a kid's video with uh, a bunch of Bible stories. And my favorite story came on as we were driving. And my favorite story in the Bible is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I love this story. I love the angel dancing around in the fire with them. But I was listening. It's different. I've seen it before. I've seen this video my kids have seen. But listening to it, I took, it was just very cool to listen to. And I love that they stood no matter what the consequence. It would have been so easy for them to say, okay, Nebuchadnezzar, we will do what you say. But they refused. They refused even when they were going to be thrown into a fire that was seven times the normal heat. 70, 700. Oh gosh, it's, it's late at night, guys. Ignore me. But they knew the consequence could be death. But not only did they believe their God would protect them, but they knew that if he didn't, it would be okay. They knew where they were going. They knew the truth. They stood on the truth no matter what the cost. They exposed what was happening for the evil that it was and stood what was for right no matter what the consequence. And this is my favorite, favorite story. Not because as much of the as the dancing, not because of the end result, but because of how they stood. And it's the same with Daniel and the lion's den. They knew how to get at Daniel. They knew what would affect him. So they purposefully made it so that he had to choose. And he chose God. He chose he chose what he knew was right no matter the cost. And I believe that, you know, God tells us these stories, these things that actually happened, because they are there to build us up, to build us up in faith, to know that we're not the only ones who have had to stand in faith and that he is faithful, regardless of what happens as the outcome, that he is faithful to do what is necessary, to do what is right. We have to stand on that truth. We have to stand on the fact that God told us what is right. And even though that story had me going this week and really the scriptures got me all built up, there was one particular part of this week that had me absolutely livid. I had to take a walk. I had to take a break from my kids after listening to it. Um, And maybe you heard it too. It was President Biden stating that those who choose not to get the vaccinated are, quote, not nearly as smart as I thought you were, unquote. He keeps talking about how much more people getting vaccinated and following the science would slow the spread or stop the spread. And this is just a bunch of bull. The science doesn't say this at all. We know from a leading disease expert that the vaccinated are not only contracting covid but they're spreading it. And guess what? A new Israeli study has found that having the vaccine and getting COVID can lead to long-haul symptoms, just like getting COVID without the vaccine. But the Yahoo News article 
that talks about this goes on to tell you how rare it is that, you know, you could get COVID and have long haul symptoms after the vaccine and how safe the vaccine and how it will, how safe the vaccine is and how it will lessen your symptoms. I've said this before. How do we know? Over 99% of those who get COVID survive. And that's even if you get it at all. Yes, some people have bad cases. Some people die. But prove to me that these people that get COVID after they get the vaccine and have a less severe case wouldn't have had a less severe case if they didn't have the vaccine. And don't point these studies to me, these studies that they did in the beginning about its efficacy. Don't point them to me. If you go, go check out my podcast a couple months ago where we went over how they determined the efficacy. It was not only ridiculous, but it was deceptive. But back to the point, stupid. Our president calling the people who are making personal medical decisions stupid. Now maybe, like me, they've already had COVID and they know that their natural immunity far surpasses any vaccine immunity. And they know that according to the most recent study that less than 1% who have had COVID get reinfected. While over 40% of those that are vaccinated get infected. So what would you take? Natural immunity or vaccine immunity? I mean, that's just the science. And then on top of that, we know that from a 53,000 person study that they found no benefit to getting the vaccine after you already had COVID and have natural immunity. So maybe these stupid people are just making a decision based on the science. Or maybe these people are religiously or morally objecting to the use of aborted fetal cells when these were manufactured or tested, like me. Or maybe these people have assessed their risk of COVID versus their risk of the vaccine and made an informed decision. Maybe they have a pre-existing condition that makes it more risky for them to get the vaccine, like a heart condition. Maybe they're young and their risk is statistically zero. Why do we not talk about risk here? Taking the vaccine is a definite risk. No matter how small you think it is, it is an absolute risk. But COVID is not a definite risk. You may never be exposed. You may be one of the 20% or more who are naturally immune without contracting it. You may be in the very high percentage of people that are completely asymptomatic. You may be in the percentage of people who have just flu-like symptoms and get over it in a couple of days and then get natural immunity. The risk of being in the group of people that have serious cases or death is very low, even for the elderly. It only goes up if you have pre-existing conditions. And if this is you, you should be ready to take ivermectin immediately when you get COVID or even possibly be on it prophylactically if your doctor will prescribe it. They've seen great results with the use of this prophylactically. But these reasons, these are the reason why every person should be able to make their own risk versus benefit assessment in regards to any medical decision. And this is also the reason why I can't keep watching these news interviews, even though I will keep watching them. I just don't understand. I watch these people come on and 
and on CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and Newsmax and I, I Breitbart and I, I watch them all so that I get a very good sense of everything and what's going on. And the people who are interviewed that are fighting for medical freedom, you know, they do a good job. They hold their own. But they don't bring up natural immunity. They don't bring up the fact that you can still get and spread COVID. And I watch the interviews like shaking my fist at the TV, like, wait a minute, you're not talking about the people who have already had COVID, which is an immense amount of people. You're not talking about the fact that the vaccinated can still get and spread it. So no, you're not getting it for other people. You're getting it for yourself. I had to listen to Chris Cuomo today talk about how selfish these people are that aren't getting the vaccine because they're not getting it and they're not protecting other people. But again, getting the vaccine doesn't mean you don't spread it. It only protects the person who gets it. So who's selfish? There's no doubt that anyone in the U.S. who has wanted the vaccine was able to get it for free. To me, the selfish person is the one insisting that someone else has to do something because they could possibly protect the other person's health, but it doesn't protect the other person's health because they can still spread it. And they have to do all of this so that we can go back to normal. Well, what I have to say to that is go back to normal already. The people who are choosing not to get the vaccine are not stopping you from going back to normal. They're out. They're living their lives. They're living the high life. They're happy. And I've said it a hundred times, but if your vaccine works, you shouldn't have to worry. I'm so freaking sick of hearing this percentage rate from a Lancet study that 97% of the hospitalized right now are unvaccinated. First of all, I encourage you to go read that study and read about its limitations and read about the real world applications of it. It's a load of crap. Not only Do I know this is not true from the local nurses who state that there are many in the hospital that are vaccinated and there are also many in the hospital that are in the hospital for vaccine reactions like heart attacks and blood clotting and um, heart episodes, very serious. I mean, I really encourage you. I cannot encourage you enough to go check out Open VAERS. You will be astounded. Last I looked, there was over 11,000 reported deaths from the COVID vaccine. There are 400,000 reported events. You've got uh, TTP. You've got miscarriages. You've got Bell's palsy. You've got permanent disability. You've got emergency room visits. The numbers are absolutely astounding. And if anyone tells you that VAERS is unreliable because anyone can report to it, let me just tell you that one, you have to attest when you make a report that what you're reporting is true under penalty of law. Also, this is the only system to report to. So don't give me crap about how it's not true when it's the only system that doctors and families have to report to. If the government really wanted exact numbers, they would one, require that doctors report every single adverse reaction, which they don't. Most nurses don't even know that they can report these adverse reactions, but they would also create a more secure system. They would create follow-up so that they could follow up and see if what happened was truly a result of the vaccine or if it was something else. But they don't do that so that they can write at the bottom and you can get a little 
thing on your Facebook page that says that VAERS reports do not mean that this happened. It could be a coincidence. Because don't forget, vaccines are the leading cause of coincidences in the United States. Just drives me nuts. The CDC has come right out and said that they are not tracking vaccinated COVID cases. And this is why I don't believe this number of 97%. I don't even believe that if they are hospitalized for COVID and they're vaccinated, that those numbers are being tracked correctly. Like I said, I've talked with nurses. I've seen reports from nurses that they have high amounts of fully vaccinated people in the hospital with COVID. And before yesterday, when the CDC has now come out and said that now vaccinated should wear masks and the vaccination, vaccinated should be tested if they're exposed, exposed to someone and the vaccinated are encouraged to get testing if they have symptoms, which wasn't happening up until now. Before that, we had no idea what the true numbers were. And I don't believe we still do. But let's look at some of the things that I've read this week regarding this whole situation. This is just funny. The CDC director says that masks and vaccines could stop the COVID spike within two weeks. Please tell me where you've heard this before. Tell me you're laughing. Two weeks to slow the spread. And sadly, people will and are falling for this. I can't believe they don't see it, but they don't. And I'm pinching my nose right now because it not only hurts my heart, but it hurts my head that people just don't see it. I don't see it. Did you see the news conference in Australia this week where they said that 141 hospitalized with, are hospitalized with COVID in this one area and 140 of them are fully vaccinated and that other one has had one of the two shots and that two people have died? But then they went on to tell the people, get the vaccine, get it to protect yourselves. I almost couldn't believe what I was hearing, but I could. I was literally rubbing my forehead and trying to convince myself that I should listen to the rest so I knew what was happening. And then I shared this video on Facebook going, what the heck, you know, what the heck? And I got a Facebook notification that my article was missing content because after, after this, after this doctor said all of this about them not being vaccinated, about them all being vaccinated that were there, he realized that he made a slip up. And what he meant to say that was out of those 43 in the ICU, 42 of them were not vaccinated, nothing to do with the 141, and that one of them was vaccinated but not fully vaccinated. A slip up. Yeah, okay. And the media freaked out, you know, trying to recoup this story because I believe that, because I believe it was a slip up, right? Here's here's some quotes from an NBC article I read this week, and I I don't know if you could hear it in my voice, but I, I just, I just get dumbfounded and disgusted with all this. But ready, ready, listen up to this. Here's a quote: Given how infectious the variant is, some health experts are now also questioning the effectiveness of standard cloth masks. Next quote: Hospital officials added, though that those who are vaccinated are less likely to be in the ICU or die, and nearly all of those who were admitted after vaccinations had serious underlying conditions. End quote. But wait, I thought that the vaccinated were not being hospitalized. Hmm. Here's another quote. In one cluster of more than 200 cases in Provincetown, Massachusetts, 70% 
of the COVID positive cases since July 1st have been among vaccinated individuals. Town manager Alex Moore said in an NBC interview. Here's a quote that I think would shock the mainstream media, but you'll never hear it. Data out of other countries like Israel, where researchers released data last week showing that the Pfizer vaccine was just 39% effective against the prevailing infection from the Delta variant, end quote. 39%. Also this week, California reported higher COVID cases in areas with higher vaccination rates and lower case rates in areas with lower vaccination rates. That's just random, right? There's no correlation there, right? Now, there was there was some light in this. There was there was some good. Governor DeSantis has left choice up to the parents in Florida. He has stated that there will be no vaccine mandates, no mask mandates, no more lockdowns. And South Dakota's governor has stated almost the same thing. She encouraged anyone who wanted the vaccine to get it, to wear a mask, or to stay home. These governors get it. They understand what freedom is. I can't tell you where this is going, what our future is, but I can tell you it will most definitely get worse. If you know the truth, if you see the tyranny here and you see the writing on the wall, now is the time to stand. If you comply with these mandates and these lockdowns and anything else out of fear or convenience, you are complicit. When all of this hits the fan, you will be one of the reasons it does. I will not. I will expose the darkness. I will stand and I will fight so that my kids can live in a country where they are free. Please, I beg of you, stand with me. Educate yourself so that you can have a knowledgeable discussion with someone who gets all of their propaganda from the news. Take the time to know the facts, to know where you stand. Take your Netflix chill time and read a book, a good book about the truth. Read some real studies, seek out, listen to all of the facts across the board so you can make an educated, informed decision. And join me next week on Set Apart with KC as we tackle more of these issues only on the BMG Network. Art with KC was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of Set Apart with KC, go to thebmgnetwork.com. Join me next time on Set Apart with KC, only on the BMG Network. <laughs>